in lightning. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the royal empress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the royal empress. Now Akiba, she's the analytical empress. Akima, she's the empress that will challenge you. Now, straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation with the Royal Empress. Welcome back to Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is Dr. Hakima and joining me is my sister from another mother, my kindred spirit, and my co-host, Royal Empress Akila. Also joining us, we have a very special co-host today, Marcus Divine Souls Johnson. Now let me give you a little short intro of this brother, a wonderful brother. Marcus is a husband, an entrepreneur, and CEO of Divine Souls, a clothing line. Not only just a clothing line, but a faith-based clothing line. Not only representing God in his life, but also representing God in fashion while staying fly at the same time. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it, my brother. All right. Our brother is here to help us talk about this topic. And the topic that we have for today is, has European fashions negatively affected Black culture in America and or the world? Mm. 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 <laughs> well, what say you, Mr. Designer? <laughs> what you got to say about that, brother? <laughs> I mean, um, uh, they have, in a sense, have, you know, been negative toward the black culture there, especially with, uh, really don't want a name drop, but I know we've seen the spectacle they had um, about Gucci so to speak, uh, <laughs> yeah. didn't want a name drop, but right. um, how we seen that spectacle about that right there, how they design, I think, a sweater or whatever it is, but they've been doing it for a long time, but uh, I think us as, as black men, so to speak, um, and as we were speaking about it early before the podcast started, on how it got to be name brand this or name brand that. If you ain't wearing this, then you ain't hip or you ain't cool because you ain't got this or whatever. I mean, I grew up with all the latest, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now, now I'm bringing my son up the same way to where it don't be Gucci or none of that, but it could be like the Jordans and stuff like that. But I also explain to him, get your own, so to speak, so you won't be characterized with um, – if you don't have it, you ain't cool. So it won't be a mm -hmm. negative impact in his mindset to be like, if I ain't got these latest Jordans or Gucci or Polo or whatever, then I ain't nothing. So, you know, I think it's, it, it has played a negative effect on some black brothers as well, the ones that don't have the right mindset. Yeah, I think you can, I think you can wear designer <laughs> clothes. It's, I think it's when, when it's that exclusive thing, when you think 
when you place your value right of who you are as a person in a designer name or name brand i got the biggest compliment on a dress that i had i mean like literally i had people stop in traffic Mm. to compliment me on this dress i bought that dress from a store called dots Oh, I know that. Right. It costs $18. <laughs> but it stopped traffic. <laughs> and I mean, so I'm saying that that we have to get out of the idea that the, the name brand is what makes you, you make the clothing that you that's wear. Right. And I think that that's, that's part of the problem. But if you, if you are defining yourself, but some of that comes from just that, that poor self-image, poor self-esteem. Yeah. And so we need something outside of us to make us feel whole. And then if I hate myself, right, then I see this black designer over here and his stuff is probably better than anything else that I could possibly wear. But then you shun that because it doesn't have the name recognition yeah. or the variety. And it could be a better quality. It could be any of, of that. But one thing for sure, if we start wearing and promoting black designers, then they can be just as popular as as the white designers. The only difference is we we have to get out of the mindset of the, uh, defining ourselves. Yeah. Based on a label. Mm. That's just, you know, that's that's just how I see it. But yeah, I definitely think that we have. And then a lot of their designers, the 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 clothing that they're making isn't necessarily what we should be wearing anyway. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who told men they should be walking around in skinny jeans, but that's not the. Let me. I digress. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're right because it 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 saddens me that. I, I mean, you 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 did touch you did you touch right you touched on it when you when you mentioned that we always got to have these name brands. I think is now it's got to the point where if it don't make us look other than ourselves, if we look like a fool, we yeah. don't want to wear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. could be a nice collar shirt and it could be a name brand. It could be um, polo or, or so it could be something, but because of oh, now I look decent in this, I don't even want to wear this. Yeah. They want to wear something that's totally look crazy. And it's like, but, the name brand you picking out is not as significant or as expensive as the one I just tried to get you to wear because right. you look better in it. It's got to the point where we become so fashion has become so trendy and so faddish that we went well beyond uh, name recognition. It was going into just fad. Yeah. So it has gone to it's gone up to another whole nother level in a bad one at that in my opinion. Exactly right. And I think they come from TV, mm-hmm. uh, the musical artists, their favorite artists, favorite rap artists. I mean, I was like that too. You know, I had a favorite group to whatever they had. I had to have it just like them. But I thank <laughs> God that I've grown out of that to now my son. I talked to him about it too as well. And my daughters, I always talk to them about it because if you really don't have self-conscious within yourself, you're going to follow any trend they put out there. Mm-hmm. Now, I done got to the point, uh, I really don't care. <laughs> I don't 
care about this. I, I got enough self-worth. And it been it took a long time for me to get there, but I'm there. So I mean I can pretty much go to Walmart and grab a polo shirt mm. and some khakis and I'm straight. And and, and jazz it up. I go to Goodwill, two and three dollars <laughs> for a polo <laughs> shirt and put it together. And when I step out, it looked like I paid fifty, sixty dollars for it, because that's just how I put things together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get a uh, you get more compliments, like you said, Akiva. You get compliments on something that you Girl, didn't that pay that dress. <laughs> <laughs> see your eighteen dollar dress, brother. Your three dollar uh, polo, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, people, people sleep on these goodwill yeah. and these these lower these lower name recognition shops because yeah. they they only thing that many of them do anyway is present clothes to you that some designer made that you're probably not even familiar with. It's just yeah. that they throw their they throw their tag on there. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go to this store. I'm going to Macy's. So because you're going to Macy's, everything at Macy's must be quality or must be good. But yeah. if it's sold in Macy's it's good. But if it's not sold in Macy's it's not good. Right. And I've got some great stuff out of the Goodwill store. I'm telling you, I had oh, yeah. some frothy yeah. khakis. Everybody's like, "Man, that's some nice khakis. Where you get it from?" Like uh, Goodwill, Goodwill. The store. And they're like, "Yeah, you." They're like, "Oh, that's what you own. You don't want to tell nobody where you got it from." I'm like, "No, seriously, I spent five dollars on these pants, you know." And they're like, "Oh, see, you tripping. You 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 don't want to tell nobody where you got it from." I'm like, try to convince them. Like, no, I'm not being funny. I'm not yeah. being deceptive. You really can find nice things at a Goodwill store and people think, well, if you go there, you can't find name brands. You can. I've got yes. name brands out of a Goodwill Me store. Me too. <laughs> and actually, you've gotten clothes that you're like, this, this was never worn. Yep. <laughs> so exactly. sometimes, you know, people think you can't find something good at, a, at a, that store because they're so, they're so stuck on, I got to shop at this store. Because they yep. want to be seen walking through the mall with a, with a bag that say, yep. A finish line or a footlock yeah. or whatever, but they won't go to famous footwear and get some shoes because oh, that, that ain't cool. So yeah. you're right, it goes to not just the nostalgia of the clothes or who makes them, but where they get them from. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. People equate, sometimes they equate the amount of money that they spend on something to the quality of it and the fact that somebody else can't afford it. And that's some of the issue. I would say when I was in grad school, I had a a consumer psychology class. And what it changed my whole outlook on shopping, let's just put it that way. And no frills then began to make more sense to me. Because when people market to you, they're marketing, convincing you that you need something that you don't. And then when they create brand recognition in something, this is what they're supposed to do. I mean, so, so the marketers are doing their jobs mm-hmm. uh, because they're appealing to something in you that makes you feel like you need something that you don't necessarily need or that somehow you're going to get a better quality. We, I mean, we can, we can step outside of the clothing arena and say you go into the store to buy a television and you may go and feel like, well, this Sony, which costs $300 and its Signia costs $200. I'm just using those two. I don't know if they have anything in common. Uh, or, or the same manufacturer, but you'll buy the Sony brand because you know Sony. <laughs> Not realizing that these major companies actually make other brands with a different name, same TV, <laughs> <laughs> but they sell it for less because they have that market too. And so you go out and you spend more money because you think you got a better quality when the cheaper one was just as yeah. good. 
as yeah. the other one. But that's because that's how marketing is done. And that's what, you know, that's what they do to us. And so they sell us things like you needed that they've done research and studies on us <laughs> uh, consumers. And I don't just mean black people. That's right. They have, they, they do their homework and then they understand what you need. You know, I mean, even with us being on social media, they are studying what we're doing on social media so that they can give d direct certain ads to us. Yep. They, look at, they look at everything that's going on to find out what appeals to you and to make you to believe that you need something that you don't necessarily have to have and you just don't know. I remember one of my cousins used to, that was the no frills queen. And I could <laughs> just say, she just cheap. She just cheap. <laughs> cheap though, but that wasn't. But the point is, said <laughs> <laughs> she was cheap. She was cheap, but but the point was though is that but we still couldn't younger couldn't understand why she just refused to pay all this money for stuff. She got a lot of money today too, but <laughs> <laughs> right because instead of spending all that money on those high priced items, she was going to the no frills section <laughs> looking just as good as everybody else, you know, but you can't, you can't equate quality sometimes to a dollar amount. Now, of course, there are some things that are just made so cheap that, you know, you spend five bucks for it and it fall apart the first time it's in the washing machine. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want that. Right. But we still have to understand that we can't, you know, the price and the name does not make us. It doesn't. I think, I think Kanye would argue that point. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song? What is that all fall down or something? Is that the song where he talk about, you know, yeah, but I gotta go get this. But he's really criticizing. Yeah, he's he saying is. that he's a victim to that. I was actually just <laughs> to that song the other day. That, that was, that was, that was the good Kanye days. And, <laughs> and he did. He talked about, you know, the, he said, you know, the, the, that we have the bigger people you know, with the most cash, sometimes had a lower self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I, he was like, I got past due bills, but I want to ride up on, <laughs> you know, in a bend, you know, because I'm trying to make That's what he's saying in the song. So he, he talked about, he said, he said, we all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Yes, yeah. he sure did. I had to look at myself on that song. I was like, wait a minute, because you know, we, and it's true people do who have low self-esteem, but even people with self-esteem, you know, you feel extra clean, you know, you feel extra cool when you, you put your outfit together and you're like, man, I know I look good. That's how you feel, but Marcus, I know you can relate to that, you know, because yeah. you style, man. You feel good about how you coordinate your clothes and you're like, yeah. man, I know I look good. And you walk yeah. out the house, you're like, man, y'all better bow down because I know yeah. I look good. Yeah. I, 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 when he, when that song came out, I said, man, I need to start looking at myself because he showed him talking about me. Because, I mean, not to say pass through bills or anything, but I am one to be like, oh, no, I got to rock this with that. Yeah. Like, if I wear a Nike t-shirt, I got to have Nike Nike t-shirt. Yeah. I know, it's stupid. And I said to myself, you too old to be like that. I just like to be coordinated. Yeah. But, but it goes to Keila, what you're saying is you can have a healthy self-esteem and still be want to be fashionable. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But there's it has nothing, to be healthy. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Like, it's okay. I mean, it, it, women, if you have a bad hair day, 
it messes up your day. Right, right. You know, I mean, so people want to look good, but we got to understand that you don't have to put on this label in order for you to look good. You can look good without a label. Right. And with setting your own trends, and you don't have to be wearing, you don't have to wear what everybody else is wearing or what's popular. And I think that that probably for me, like I've never been trendy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not even my start. Like I can't even lie. Like that's not even my, I hate looking like everybody else. <laughs> so, you know, but that doesn't mean that I don't like some things that come out like, okay, that's hot. Yeah. You know, because if it appeals to me, it appeals to me. But I don't think that I look at things at, oh, everybody is wearing this, so I have to have this have to have it, yeah. kind of thing. I think and that's where, it's a, it's a, it's where it's, it becomes crazy. It's like you said, I got to only, it's not that I like it, it's just because everybody else is wearing it. Right. <clears throat> yeah, you can't exactly. do that. Um, I, have, I have a question I'm going to ask you all, because this is something just, I've I, I, I seen the thing, so man, I leave you all tell me if you agree. But I think that black people have saved several brands from going under. I remember reading about Timberland. <laughs> and I don't know how true this is, but I remember reading an article about it. And a writer was saying that they were throwing out some statistics. So I don't know if they're true because I didn't do the research. I just read the article. And it was saying, stating uh, Timberland's brand, what their net worth was before hip hop hip hop started really wearing Timberlands. And then mm. after that, and I was just like, man, this person got a strong argument. Yeah. So is. do you all really think that as black people without being so focused on on on, on um, fashion that we have saved some some uh some brands from going bankrupt? <laughs> <laughs> now I would I would say about Timberland most definitely, uh, because if you look at New York is I personally <laughs> believe they put Timberland on the map. Uh, because if you look at um, DMX or uh, Jay-Z, um, a lot of the hip-hop artists, they, they, I, believe, I believe so. I believe so. They saved Timbaland. I can say that. <laughs> I can say that. I don't know about any others, but I know Timbaland most definitely. I think I would say yes, because I think that they, I think that we have saved a lot of brands the promotion of, of alcohol, promote anything that, that, that artists wear or put in their songs or talk about. I mean, you, you could really say that artists are artists, I'm sorry, are basically like influencers. Yeah. You know? And, and they are. And so if they're influencers, then, you know, they aid in the marketing of certain products and so then you get it in your mind oh okay that has to be hit because this person is wearing it and you know some of these brands actually get these artists in essence to be you know brand ambassadors for them yep mm -hmm. because they know it's going to work that's why that's why athletes get deals that they get with the shoe companies and uh there's a lot of them make more money <laughs> as spokespeople because they're basically they're, they're basically a walking advertisement. So, if I'm doing this, how many how many how many people get on there and they you know they 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 say they buy this car or they promote they're in a commercial for this car. 
So they know that these people influence society as a whole. But that tells me also that if we can influence like that, then we could absolutely do the exact same thing for Black designers. Mm. Those who are making clothes for, the, for our culture and for us, that we could do the same thing for them. Exactly right. We can stop them from being bankrupt. Mm. We could help them to get off the ground because you make it cool to wear your own. That is so true. I, you know, the last commercial I saw was, was last night I was watching the news and I know they showed it. They've been showing this commercial a lot. Um, it's a Lincoln commercial, but it has Serena Williams in there. Mm. And I guess she's just like, it's like uh, they're trying to promote the luxury cabin that's in the new SUV, I guess. And uh, so when she gets in the car, you know, it's a nice music. So you can kind of, just from listening to the music, you can tell the clientele they're trying to reach or the audience they're trying to reach. It's people that got a little influence, a little money. So it's a nice mellow song and she gets in the car and it's like she's in a whole nother place. Like the stress is outside this door, but inside this cabin, I'm at peace. And it's like, I say, oh Lord, watch all these sisters run out and back to my Lincoln Navigator. I think it was Lincoln Navigator. I said, watch all these sisters. Go out there and battle with Lincoln Navigator because, girl, did you see that commercial with Serena was yeah. up in that Lincoln Navigator? Because that's just how we think. It's like, if this, if someone didn't send this person to us with this product, we're not interested in it. And I just say, oh, Lord, watch. I know I'm going to be watching on the street and I'm going to see how many sisters pull up next to me at the light with their Lincoln Navigator looking like Serena Williams. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it won't be me. <laughs> right, it won't be me <laughs> <laughs> but but wait but you know why it really won't be me that thing too big for me I don't drive big <laughs> but you gonna go ahead and get you a Lincoln Navigator <laughs> you gonna go ahead and get you a Lincoln Navigator bro hey. uh, I mean I like them big though I mean I like them big so yeah I mean I don't know about no Navigator though <laughs> <laughs> Right, you ain't gonna get it because Serena was on the commercial. Nah, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I will say this though. Um, on that note, there, I actually learned to do that with my own brand to get okay. um, like how they do, like Nike get uh, LeBron James or whoever, whomever. Mm -hmm. I've learned to do that myself just by studying the industry. I try to get like heavy influencers to actually. I make hit them on Instagram or something and just see, um if they're interested in just wearing it, they'll take a picture in it because right, I mean, right. it does drive traffic. Mm -hmm. I've learned that myself. <laughs> but that's, that's, I mean, that's a reality though. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, that's, that's when you do, you know, it's promotion. Yeah. And, and, and all of the designers do it. It's not like these people are going and, and, and paying for the clothes. That's right. Somebody asked him to wear. You look at the, the Oscars, the Emmys, all of those. People dress them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's true. They dress them. Oh, she's wearing this. She's wearing that. Did she pay for it? Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, it's, but it's free advertising. But then you look at when Michelle Obama was in the White House. Michelle used quite a few black designers as well as other designers of color 
And she also wore clothes that were not overly priced. Yep. And it certainly influenced people, you know, to wear things. So there's, I mean, so there's a definitely, there's a definite psychology behind it all and how they appeal to us. But I just think that for us on a deeper level as consumers, you know, we just have to be more mindful of, of how we are spending our dollars. I mean, it, one point something trillion a year is how much black people spend. So how much of it is, is coming back into the community? We have enough black clothing designers that they should have a bigger piece of the pie. I think that, that sometimes even our celebrities, um, I feel like they, sh they should want to, to help build brands like that. And not just everything can't just be about a paycheck. Exactly. Until you start making money, of course, then you owe. But I'm just saying. And <laughs> <laughs> that true too. <laughs> right. You know, you 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 can't just get the money at you know help somebody help you build your brand, and then once you build your brand, it's like oh, see you. What was that whole thing that was going around on Facebook? I guess somebody had done something, and they were saying, oh, okay. You don't have to use this here, a bunch of other black designers that you can wear instead of, was it, was it Gucci or which one of them did? Oh, I think, it, I think it was, I think it was Gucci. We were talking yeah. about it too earlier. Oh man, I think it was something with Gucci. Yeah. I think so. I, now that you're thinking, I'm like second guessing myself, but if I'm not mistaken, it was Gucci. And then you have these people saying, well, why don't you wear your, why you, cause some, some entertainers was caught still buying it and people was mad at them. Oh, yeah. I, you know, they yeah. were attacking them on social media, like, yeah. why are you wearing it? They were like, I'll wear what I want to wear. It was like, yeah, yeah that was, that was yeah. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Floyd right, Mayweather right. That. He, went, he went to the store and yeah. spent like $100,000 after the whole hoopla came out. And, you know, but there was this push to people like, okay, y'all can start wearing black designers if they're going to mistreat us. But that's short-lived. And I just say, I think that, the, that there has to be a movement towards really understanding the quality of the things that, that our designers make. And it, as you always say, Hakima, accept your own and be yourself. <laughs> but accept that, that we make beautiful things. We make beautiful designs. And we really need to just start wearing it. I think we did it a little bit more when we were um, teenagers coming up because some of the influences that we had, although our little, some of that stuff you look back that we was wearing, it's like, Lord, have mercy. But <laughs> well, cross colors and Carl Cross Kanai. colors and Carl <laughs> And that's black on. It is black on. Yeah. Boo boo. For yeah. us, by us. Yeah. 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 For us, by us. Yeah. So the reality of it is, is that we can do it. We do it. And then, so then what happens? Why does that get filtered out? And then we go back to status quo instead of, okay, that if you no longer feel like that's fashionable or that's in style, okay, then where's the next black designer that, that, you know, the artists are going to promote. Yeah. Just don't be making skinny jeans and we all right. <laughs> I think because they, you know, they look to music 
it looked to hip hop artists or R&B artists or whoever pop artists to help them determine what's hot or not. And but that's what, my point. What, you know that so if ain't if rappers ain't wearing no more, it ain't hot no more. See when when yeah. that rapper stop wearing that rapper stop wearing um Timberlands and Timberland brand to go down because all these guys around here they wear them every day, even in the summer. But stop yeah. wearing it because oh, that's that's played out. If I hear that's played out one more time, something nice is never played out. I remember it now, you're talking about the black artists. I remember people not even knowing Willie Smith was a brother. And he had Willie wear, and people was walking around with it. And I remember overhearing the conversation, because that's how I found out. This brother was snapping, an older brother was snapping on a younger brother saying, you wearing this stuff, and you don't even know what you're wearing. Who is Willie Smith? You know I mean? Who is Willie wear? That's Willie Smith. And he said, you don't even know that's a black man clothes you got on. That brother was sitting there looking dumb, like, I wear it because it's, it's the thing to wear. My homies wear it or it's hot. Mm. And he's like, well, see, you, you got to go beyond that. You need to be knowing who you who clothes you putting on your back. Yeah. You know, so I was sitting there like, dumbfound, like my dumb boy didn't even know that, you know, at the time that Willie Ware was, was a black designer. I was so excited. Like, we wearing our own stuff, you know, at the time. Because <laughs> I was like 17 or something like that but I was all excited like this our own stuff we'll if the right people promote the black product then we'll do it like if the rapper get on there and wear it if Jay-Z got in his video and he talking about his lyrics and yeah. then three more other artists do the same thing then it'll be hot yeah you know what I'm saying it's sad I I, I look at supporting black owned businesses because I know that that's going to employ our people we'll own something not just because it's hot I mean, if it's five different designers, I'm either gonna buy all five of them, buy whatever I think is hot. Mm-hmm. But the the I think the motive gotta be how does this serve your community? And we don't think that way. It's all about how this serve me. Yeah. But when you don't have no job because the job you was at that was helping you buy all them buy all that designer stuff, let you go. Yeah. Now you looking stupid because you don't have no job. Well, if you supported your own, it would be much easier for you to find a job within your community. Right. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know what? Now, let me ask you all this because this is this is controversial with a lot of people, and some people say yes, some people say no. But I, I'm, I, I feel strongly about it. Does the clothes that we wear define our sexuality? Because it, it it's gotten to the point where the lines are blurred. You don't. It used to be a time where you would go into a store, and you knew which section was uh, the women's section. You knew what section was the men's section. Mm-hmm. So one day I went into a Burlington Co. Factory, and I was looking for a, a nice shirt because at that time I was in corporate, so I wanted to uh, wear a nice, you know, a nice shirt with some dark colors, something colorful. So I go in the store, and I'm like, the first thing I saw was a shirt that was, it was a collared shirt. It was white. But it had neon green, neon pink, neon yellow, and it looked really, really nice. And I'm like, man, I'm going to wear this. So I pick it up, and I go to, to try it on, and then when I realize I'm standing in the men's section, like it, it, it was just the first thing that caught my attention. And I say, wait a minute, I'm in the men's section. And I look at all these pinks and yellows, and then when I look over to the other side of the room is the women's section, all I saw was brown. Black, red. I was like, damn, where the colors at? And it was just to the point, like, so when I go in different stores, I look for that. But now I'm starting to see all these bright colors on the men's section side, but then all these darker colors on the women's section side. What do you all think about that? 
from from what I've from what I've heard, not really doing research, um, that most of those people that design those are uh, I would say confused they sell. Um, <laughs> in, like in alignment term there uh, <laughs> without you know labeling them because I don't know them personally but mm -hmm. um you know some of them this might not know if they're a man or woman so they kind of do certain things for the designer not really thinking about the consumer if you will so they only design something that they're going to be able to wear um I would suggest you know, bright colors for females. So you can tell the difference. That's what I do. I do something, you know, distinctly so you can know this is a man's, this is a female's. <laughs> and, and it need to be like that because so many people be so confused about it. So that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to like some dark colors, though. Oh, I love black. You know, that's like one of my favorite colors in clothing, but you know what I mean. And, the, and there are some bright colors that I think are okay for guys, um, like orange, I think yeah, is a unisex color, yeah. and sometimes yellow. Now, I will tell you what I don't like, and I know men went through this phase, I can't stand men in pink. <laughs> bro, what's up, bro? Like, oh, no, <laughs> not you. I mean, I, I mean... I like pink because <laughs> I don't like it. I love it. I love it. I don't have a lot of it, but I like it though. <laughs> I think it depends how you wear it as a man. Yeah. Uh, salmon, get pink, no. Go <laughs> ahead, like, uh, you know why I say this? Let me tell you why I say this. It's Peach, yes. Peachy, salmon, <laughs> pink. What's the difference? Huh? They, they, they're very close. What's the difference? Peach. Pink. <laughs> well, peach, well, peach is peach is definitely not. Uh, more, it's you know what I mean. Like pink more is more orangey. Yeah, it's more orangey. And I think it's how I think it's how a man wears it. Um, and the reason I say this is because my mom, like, she likes to dress my dad when they go out somewhere, like to a wedding. So I think they were going to a wedding, somebody's one of her friend's children's wedding. So I go visit my parents, and they were getting ready. My dad. My dad comes out with this pink shirt. And my mom was like, let me, let me show you how I put this together. So he had a tie and a the handkerchief, and it was black and pink. She, he had an all-black suit on. And mm. she got the pink. She said, it's too dark. It's just so bland and so plain. I threw pink in it to bring it out. When mm. I say that was the sharpest suit color combination i mean my mom they, that later that night my mom told me your dad got so many compliments on that suit and the way that pink went with the black it wasn't much. it was just enough to 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 accent that that black suit but yeah. he had got so many compliments on it and it was a lot of men saying that pink looked good but it still looked masculine so yeah. i think it's how you wear the pink now you got yeah. some guys you like, dude, you got on pink leggings. That ain't cool. But I mean, a guy wearing a pink shirt and he balancing it off and it, it I think it, you can pull it off. It, I think as long as you keep it masculine. A dress shirt under a suit is very different. It's still pink. <laughs> but, it's not, but, it's, but it's not boldly pink where it's just you walking around just with a pink shirt ain't nothing toning <laughs> it down. You just out here with a pink shirt on. Unless you, unless it's for some breast cancer awareness or 
<laughs> at your wow. baby shower because you having a daughter. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you're so old-fashioned, Akila. You know what I mean? You is that what it is? I'd like, man, you know, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm being like an advocate because I'm, I'm like on the fence with it sometimes because I've seen some guys like, case in point, Cameron the rapper. He mm. had on all pink one time. All to me, pink. it just, and then he had on all purple another time. But it was the fact that the way he coordinated, I said, that looked very feminine. And, and But look at Prince. Prince wore all that purple and wore lace. Yeah. It's just something about it, well, it didn't look is, as feminine to me. Purple is a unisex color, though. But I'm just making a point on yeah. how the type of the type of tone of color, he, uh, the type of uh, shade of purple he wore. You were yeah. a lot of women. It, a lot of women gravitate to it, but I'm just saying it's how you wear something. Cause yep. the guy could come out in all black, and you like, dude, come on, man, you look a little feminine right there. Or same with a female. I mean, she could flip it and have yep. something on. It's like, yeah, I know it's all white, but dang, you look like a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and and not to say that a woman has to look sexy every time she dresses, or a man has to look like he about to go work on a construction site when he dresses. We're not saying that, but you know what I mean? It's a balance. And sometimes people will, when they wear it, they show the imbalance in how they, how they see culture or how they see fashion. It's like, dude, you overdoing it. So that's just my argument on it. I mean, a pink dress shirt. I did that with sort of like a a navy blue um, suit. I did a pink t-shirt because okay. I, I am a big advocate on breast cancer because my mom had it. And mm-hmm. um, by the grace of God, she beat it. And then my sister oh, had it three times and wow. she beat it all three times. So Ooh, I am okay. a big advocate on wearing pink for that particular reason too. Right. Um, I sometimes may put on a pink polo shirt and have a navy blue New York Yankee hat with it with some jeans <laughs> and some um, brown wallabies, you know, just something casual. So, I, okay. you know, I, a little splash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I said, just my, it's, it's my own little. <laughs> it's my own. I, I love it. I love to bring this this up in a uh, in a room full of men and women because it's like it's so all these different opinions about yeah. the color pink. You always have you'll have a number of women say, "I don't like to see guys with pink," and then you'll have guys say, "Hey, wait a minute, I wear pink." You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? And so it's this I mean, nice little guess debate what? on it. One of my favorite rap groups of all time talks about uh, the pink caddy. So X Clan. Pink oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my group, too. I love Nixon. That's Hey, I love Nixon. That's clean. Man, I, I got a question for you all. And this is, this is based off my own opinion. I think that we should control the fashion business in our community. So I'm going to put that out there for you, too. What do you all think about it? Do you think it's important for us as a people to control our own fashion? Hmm. I mean, you know my answer is yes. So I, I think <laughs> I think we should control everything in our community. So. <laughs> I agree. Right. You know, nobody. We should. Again, we're spending one point something trillion dollars. You know, we've had shows before where we talk about the black dollar doesn't stay in the black community yep. an hour before Man. it's yep. in some other community. So. 
we have to own our own stuff. We have to control the narrative. We know we like fashion, right? We know that we love like to dress. We love to do all of this stuff. We could, please, just with the money we spend on looking good alone, just imagine if we control that. Mm. That's true. What would That's that true. do for our community? A lot. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Killer Mike about spending your own money, your own black community. I think it's uh, something on Netflix he had about mm-hmm. that. And um, it's, it was called something. Oh, man. I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, to where it was nothing but black shops and mm-hmm. they were spending it. It's something that was, I can't think of the name of that. Uh, yeah, my coworker just told me about it too. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could remember that. Oh Black yeah, Wall okay. Street. That's the okay. one I was talking about, and um, it's good that how he emphasized it. And I can't think of the name. It's documentary on Netflix now, but it was good to where he only ate from black restaurants, only used mm-hmm. black uh, toothpaste, soap, shampoo, and it was real good. And that's, that's true. We should be able to control most definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 we live in a society with other people, so the world trades with each other. So it's not a suggestion that, that we not trade or, you know, buy other products and other people buy our products, but, but we should control the narrative. Yeah. Brings us to our challenges section. See, Marcus, this is where we do our challenge. This is where we do challenges. I like to challenge the audience. You know what I mean? So our first challenge is check why you like what you like. Do you like it because everybody else wearing it? Do you like it because maybe you see the commercial all the time and you feel that you have to buy it because it's being marketed to you? Check yourself to see why you like what you like and try to discover, rediscover what you really like based on what you like and not because you're influenced to buy it. Mm. The second challenge I got is look to buy more black designers. They everywhere. I have people asking me all the time, how do you find out about black businesses? I look for them. But you want to find a fan of black designer, you can go all on social media, especially Instagram. I done found just about every black designer, every black business on Instagram telling you they're out there. You just got to be willing to look for them. Um, go on there and look for them. If you see a black person holding up a product, more likely it's their product they try to sell. It. So make sure, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you look for more designers. My next challenge is be a model for these black designers too. Don't just wear, I brag about it. Oh man, look what I got on. I got on divine souls. If y'all yeah. ain't wearing this, y'all ain't up on nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make it a fa- make it a fashion statement in your circle so your and people in your circle can be like, man, who is that? Yeah. See, we do that when we wear these white designers. Why can't we do yeah. that for the black designers? Yeah. The last challenge I do have is Let's recirculate the money in our community. You are so many black businesses. We don't have a problem going to a black restaurant, but let's 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 uh, grow beyond that. Let's look at the companies that's selling more than just food. We have black designers in our community, and and our community is not just on your block. Our community is also on social media. In your in your black community, there's a black community on social media. Find that black community. People are talking, they're sharing information, and they're sharing products. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, at this time, 
Brother Marcus, we want to give you a floor and let you talk about your company and also how people can find you, man. Okay. All right. Um, I'm on all social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Divine Soul Clothing, and I would spell it as D-E-V-I-N-E. Um, I had some people tease me and joke me and say, uh, you spelled divine wrong. I said, I know I did, <laughs> but I did it for a purpose because I'm a peculiar person. I'm different. I don't like to just sit, you know, and be in the same crowd or do what everybody else do now, so to speak. Um, I like to set trends. So that's why I kind of changed. I tweaked the name a little bit, and it still got the same meaning to it. But um, Divine Soul Clothing on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, same thing, Divine Soul Clothing. And I've been messing with Snapchat just a little bit, but that's <laughs> Divine Soul Clothing too. Uh, Mr. Divine Soul all over. And uh, we're actually working on updating our website as well. So I just really don't throw that out there, but we're working on that so we can add some new things to it. But you can find me on all social media. Definitely. I found, I found it. Got to go on that Divine Souls on Facebook so you can check out that trap T-shirt, Take Risk <laughs> and Pray. I love it. I got to get that royalty T-shirt, though, with the crown on it, you know. Every royal empress has to have one. And That's this right. royal empress Most is going to get that royalty <laughs> T-shirt. I said, oh, he made that for royal empress. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> he did that for us. Yep. <laughs> we sure appreciate this, brother. Is it if anybody wanted to reach out to you through email or something, is there any way they could reach out to you that way if they would like to work with you on, on any business level? Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, you can hit me on Facebook um, or my email. Mm -hmm. It's New Life, and I spelled that different too. <laughs> it's N-U-L-I-P-H-E, <laughs> the number 12 at gmail.com. It's N-U-L-I-P-H-E, number 12 at gmail.com. I'm open to, you know, any business idea. I'm always open to, to network. I love to do that. I think it's my call and my niche, and I fell into it, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. It's been a pleasure, brother. I feel like I've been knowing you for years. Uh, this has definitely been a pleasure. But one, this, at this point, we're going to thank our listeners, man. But thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in today for our conversations with the Royal Empress. Thank you for uh, listening in on this conversation with our brother, Marcus. Man, I need you all to check out Divine Souls. I'm telling you, he got some hot products. He got some really nice t-shirts with a positive message. So check that out. Until next week, we meet again. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Impress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Impress, please visit the website royalimpress.org. You can also follow the Royal Impress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Impress is a subsidiary of the Royal Impress organization. All rights reserved.